Marshan hits it with a hat trick. This week's episode of Title Town. How are you this week, Craig? I'm great. Good morning. <laughs> We're throwing a curveball at the audience here. Yeah, seriously. We are recording in morning. We work around my work schedule, so it's a little weird. Happy daytime. Yeah. We're seeing each other in the sunlight. It's very odd. Wild. <laughs> <laughs> Wild times. How are you doing? I'm pretty good. That's great. Yeah, no complaints. That's great. I'm That's excited great to talk to about some Bruins. Yeah, same. Let's uh, what, what, let's want to get caught up on all the, the shit we missed. Yeah, they've had a good week since we were last together. They had a pretty great week. Yeah, uh, they came off three great wins, and then they just lost yesterday, which was Sunday. So they beat the Red Wings, the Flyers, they beat the Blackhawks, and then they lost to the Blackhawks yesterday. Yeah, had that back to back home yeah. and home tight turnaround That's game. That's yeah. tough. I mean, it's tough for. I mean, at least both it's teams. tough for both yeah. teams. You know. The Detroit game was wild. This is a topic we're going to get into a little bit later, but like, what was the final on that? 6-5? That was the overtime game. Brad Marchand with his, that was, scored the fourth, fifth, and sixth goal Brad Marchand did. What? This keeps happening on my fucking phone. Oh, you you want an Amazon gift card? A thousand bucks. Woo! And then I like can't get out of it. Why is this happening? How do I make it stop? So I'll just I'll just talk for a while while Melissa uh, gets the virus off the yeah. phone. Congratulations on the thousand dollars! Congratulations on the thousand dollars! Oh my Amazon god! Gift card, though. George Peros is killing my phone. <laughs> it's when I Google him. <laughs> yeah. So in that Detroit game, uh, Brad Marchand scored the fourth, fifth, and also the sixth game-winning goal in overtime, <laughs> which is like pretty insane, and it's also pretty insane. Just as a Bruins fan and obser- and and an observer, that like you know a, a week or two weeks ago we saw that Pittsburgh game, which was eight to four, and yeah. we we're like, wow, what a crazy high scoring game! You don't see that a lot. And then w- in the ne- in the following week that came after, you had a six five game and a seven three game. Yeah, seven four. But <laughs> seven yeah. four. Yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to uh, to shortchange the fucking yeah. Don't give whoever Blackhawks needed Black that Hawks, fourth right. goal. Yeah, it's crazy. I, I mean, hockey is not notoriously a game that is. High scoring, that eight to four game is at usually least, the anomaly. Yeah, at least not that consistently. I mean, right. like those things happen, but like to have a bunch of games like that in a row, they're playing pretty fast and loose. Yeah. And you're doing both scoring goals and giving up goals, yeah. which, you know, our theory, that's not great. Can't do that. You gotta. And, and the, again, like as a Bruins fan, and I don't know whether this is just me being conditioned to, after, you know, almost a, basically a decade of watching the, like, Claude coached Bruins win 2-1, one, one, nothing, 3-2, right. like, like ga- tighter games like that, that, like, or lose the wide-open nature, oh. yeah, the wide-open nature of these games is still so, like, foreign to me. Yeah, you almost don't believe it when it's happening, like, whoa, this is crazy and bizarre, this never happens, and it's like, maybe this has been happening for other teams, and we just didn't know. But, it, <laughs> and it's weird, too, because, like, it's almost, like, Patriot-esque, where, like, they'll be down two three goals and you're uh-huh. like they could they could come back. and they're just like still like buzzing around the net and like you're like i don't know i was watching that the the chicago game on saturday so the home game yeah where it was five to three or something mm-hmm. at one point i don't know but they were de- i mean that was a back and forth game they were down at one point and it was in the third period and i was like i don't i'm like not nervous like yeah you definitely they could, they could score two goals easily and win yeah. this thing you don't count them out where I feel like with the Claude games, if they got down two goals in the third period, you're oh, like, God. oh, forget it. Yeah, they wouldn't it. leak it's a drop. Over. They right. wouldn't leak a drop. Yeah. 
But, yeah. th- you know, this is different. You do have that sense of like, anything's possible. Yeah. They score a lot of goals. They can easily come back from this deficit. It it doesn't feel uh, like... Insurmountable? Over- yeah. Thank you. That's what I couldn't come up with. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and that's a good feeling as a fan. It's good because you want to watch all 60 minutes. You don't want to... You know, you get... To- <laughs> there were times, I can distinctly remember times, where we'd get to the end of the third period and they'd be losing 3-1 and I was like, meh. No point watching the next two periods. This game is going to end 3-1. Yeah, or, I mean, it's also sort of boring to watch a game like that in victory, where it's like one nothing, 2 nothing, something like that, and all the Bruins are trying to do is just, like, sit on the other team yeah. and, like, ice Slow the game, game away, which, you know, yeah. from a purely wins and losses standpoint, like, you know, they won a lot under Claude, for sure. sure. Um, but from an entertainment standpoint, <laughs> playing like their fucking hairs on fire is like so much more fun. Yeah. I don't know if it's a, a better model long term or anything like that, but in the short term, it's like highly entertaining to watch. Yeah. We'll see how it, you know, uh, works out in the playoffs, right? Yeah. And if they can maintain at that level and scoring at that high rate. Yeah. And I think if you asked the coach, like what his opinion was on like the way that they've been winning games, like. I think they'd be happy, you know, that they're happy to get the the wins, particularly because, you know, Bergeron's been out. Bacchus was suspended the last couple of games, which we'll get to in a little bit. Uh, Tuca's been hurt. Like, there's this, you know. Yeah. I'm sure they're happy to get wins however they can get them. But, like, I don't think this is, like, the plan. McAvoy out, too. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. After that Detroit game, you had that uh, Philly game, which was 3-2. Wasn't an overtime game, but they scored with, like, 30 seconds left. Yeah. That was Marshall Right down to the wire. Yeah. And then, like we said, the Saturday game was 7-4 to four against the Blork Horks. And uh, Sunday they lost. Yeah, and Sunday they lost. But they had won six straight and swept a homestand. So yeah, longest y- homestand y- of the season. They won all six. So if you went to one of those, if you, if you bought a ticket to one of those, <laughs> you, you, it worked out. You did out. okay. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't think anyone's going to complain about that, right? Like, they win six in a row. They turn around again on a back-to-back with travel in between and lose. Like, mm-hmm. no, you know, no one's going to hold that against them. Yeah, I mean they're they're not just gonna they gotta lose at some point, right? Right, <laughs> like, right. you can't win them all. Can't win them all. Yeah, you, you sure can. Uh, you mentioned the Bacchus suspension. I sure did. I think that was a little bit of a I don't know controversy from this week, if that's a fair word. Well, it was a little odd. So the way it went down was midway through that uh, Detroit game. Mm-hmm. David Bacchus sort of ran this dude, Franz Nielsen. Yeah, is his name. Great name. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So Nielsen has the puck on like the boards and he passes it away. It actually gets like picked off by David Pasternak. So at the time of this hit, like Detroit doesn't even, not only does Franz Nielsen not possess the puck, but his team does not even yeah. possess the puck. Yeah. And Bacchus like kind of comes all the way across the ice and sort of like shoulder first. Like it wasn't like, I mean, he didn't try to kill him, but it was definitely like way late. Uh, and the dude didn't really see it coming and kind of just got like smoked. Yeah. He sort of flailed in, like, watching, like, the slow-mo replay. I don't even know if it was showboaty or if he, like, legitimately just, like... Didn't even see it. ...broke his brain. Oh. (laughs) Uh, But the way that he goes to the ground, maybe he was trying to sell it. I'm not really sure. But there's a lot of, like, backwards leg kicking (laughs) and, like, arms up, like... Like an arabesque or something? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what that is. What is that? sticking the landing. It's like a a twirl. Oh. Like a figure skating thing? Sure. Or gymnastics or something? I don't oh, okay. know. Yeah, just like an era, just like an arabesque. Don't ask follow-up questions. So, anyways, we then have uh, news from the league. Our old friend George Peros. Yeah. Yes, that George Peros, the 
goon who had the mustache for like 15 years in the NHL and would pummel people. I highly encourage you to Google a picture. Yeah, if you don't know who George Paros is, give him a Google. He looks like Luigi. Yeah. (laughs) But a very formidable, I would never say that to his face. I really hope. Oh my God. I'm sure he's heard it before. (laughs) Anyways. uh, So... Bacchus gets three ga- a three-game suspension for yeah. that hit, which seems like high. really steep. When you consider Bacchus has no previous suspensions or fines for being a dirty player. He's he, not like a guy that notoriously headhunts or no. takes guys out late. Like He's a pretty clean, upstanding citizen as far as hockey players go. And, and Yeah, which is actually kind of... It's sort of interesting because he's, he's a big guy. He fights he he hits like he is a physical player yeah and yeah like you said not only is he not notorious he's not even he's never been suspended or fined once the guy's been in the league for like i don't know a hundred years eight or nine years yeah. like something like that maybe even more i might be shortchanging him like a whole half a fucking decade there um <laughs> one thing that bacchus did say and he didn't say this specifically but it gets into like one of my favorite things about david bacchus he was interviewed after he found out about that suspension and he was basically like yeah i've never been fine before like the only thing i've ever the only time i've ever like interacted with the league on stuff like this was one time they like called me up and told me to stop being an idiot and like that was it <laughs> which number one is hilarious that that's how the nhl deals like yeah. there must have been a they just call the player directly yeah. and it's like bro calm like, down there must have been like a discussion at nhl headquarters in toronto <laughs> about david backus's shenanigans uh, shenanigans yeah, yeah exactly on the ice. and they were like can we just call him like, get him on the phone. <laughs> tell him to calm down. It's fine. Just call him up fine. and tell him to stop being a jackass. Yeah. But I don't they're all know. Canadian. They're so polite. Yeah, they just, seriously. And the players are polite, too. And they just, and he like, says, work okay. it out. Yeah. And he goes, oh, sorry. My bad. Uh, <laughs> like, goes back to doing what he does. But I have a theory. Oh. So when was the last Olympics? 2014, like, right? It must have been. Because it's 18, yeah. 14. Okay. The last Winter Olympics. I was like, you mean, like, two weeks ago? No, 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 no. So... Do you need a calendar? My, my theory on when this call happened was this is something that like made me love David Backus. And because I kind of learned about him in that last Olympics because he was on mm, the US team. Yeah. But he played for fucking St. Louis at the time. So it's like, who the fuck knows? Yeah, we were never gonna see him. Um and something that he did leading up to that Olympics, once he got named to the team, was every time he would play against one of the members of the Canadian team, he would fight him. <laughs> Which was awesome. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> because think about That's this. That's great. The Canadian team in the Olympics is like basically an NHL all-star team. Right. So the people oh, he was sure. fighting, he was fighting, were not were like, like bruisers. It was like Mario Jonathan Taves. <laughs> it was fucking like all these. It was Sidney Crosby. It was like all oh. these star players. And it was just, I don't know, fists fist for america yeah like it was it was wild he just like fought all these canadian fucking all-stars which was awesome he's like building a rivalry for the olympic totally we gotta drum up some viewers i got an idea (laughs) he was just just sending a fucking message beating the shit out of all these canadians so that was awesome. Oh my god, they're like the post players that don't fight. Yeah, no, like, no, no, no. They oh definitely god, don't fight. Why are you doing this? Definitely don't fight. I don't want to play. David Backus is a big man. Yeah. So that was great. I and is fighting for no reason. That's fucking. And that's is fu- yeah, crazy fighting for shit. something that like has it. nothing to do with like his team in the NHL or their team in the NHL. It's all about a tournament that's going to happen like a month away. <laughs> do you think Fabulous. he would like walk up, drop the gloves, and be like? USA, <laughs> and then just start throwing haymakers. He has like USA like knuckle tattoos. 
<laughs> oh man so anyways i love that story that's like five four or five years ago at this point yeah which is when the when the bruins signed him like two years ago i was psyched because i loved david backus from that from that olympic team and i mean the blues were good for a couple years there i mean i never really watched a ton of st louis blues hockey but like i was just a backus fan mostly from the olympics yeah um, so anyways, I assume that that was the last time that like player discipline got involved, player safety yeah, got involved. Stop beating up the Canadians. Told them to stop Racist. doing that. Yeah. <laughs> but it is so great that that happened. Yeah. But yeah, so he ends up with three games. I don't know. It was, it was a very late hit. Like it was very late. Uh, it was a little late. <laughs> I'm not going to call it goddamn very. Late. And I'm going to give him credit. I feel like he turned his body to try to not hit him in the head. See, I feel like he turned his body to weaponize his body <laughs> <laughs> no i think he tried to pull up think about how fast those guys are going they're like watching things happen all of a sudden you are heading for the corner you look up and you're like oh shit that guy doesn't have the puck anymore and you try to like you can't just stop like it's not i don't know he doesn't sure have like, an emergency break he can pull no but i think he could have like he's on I, a collision course he turned he didn't do anything to he was like fully gunning for him and then the guy passes the puck away and i don't think he did any to me he made no effort to like take anything off the hit he was like well i'm not you know trains on the tracks like i'm going <laughs> i'm going in well, there that's how i feel too if you get in the way of the train it's gonna stop for <laughs> like a mile down the track so you're victim blaming now it's like hey <laughs> Ron shouldn't have been standing there without the puck should have held <laughs> on to that puck it. a little longer buddy or pass it a little sooner maybe you would have had time to veer off course yeah uh so anyway. nielsen gets blasted in the head uh backus gets suspended i feel like he should have gotten a game yeah a game would have probably been reasonable because i think hockey has made a lot of progress and like big commitments to take some of that head hunting mm -hmm. out of the game um and it is something that they take very seriously and they look at a lot and they look at every game and so i feel like yeah probably a game would have been fair Three seems a little seems a little steep for a guy that has no history of yeah. doing anything like that. Something that's great that the NHL does too. We mentioned George Paris, who's right now the uh, head of player safety for the NHL. Yeah, I um, and it is <laughs> the, something that the NHL's done for a really long time. Brendan Gallagher was the last head of player safety, I think, and I think he started this oh. where they do these videos. They put these videos out on the internet that like. Go, they're like very in depth. It's like three minutes yeah, on this hit. It's very lengthy. Where it shows like a bunch of angles. They talk about the player. They talk about the hit. They talk about like what went into their decision making process mm -hmm. for the for the um, discipline, whatever that discipline may be. Yeah, yeah. They they show examples of similar hits. Yeah, and if like that, other if people it's germane to the situation. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, like so. This guy two weeks ago was suspended three games for this, and you can see the similarities here, and like why we would apply the same you know, mm -hmm. penalty or punishment here. Yeah. If, and, if the player in questions like history comes into, it like comes into yeah. their decision-making, like they like talk about it, like right yeah. out like it's like super One transparent or the other. It's great. Yeah. The NFL should like, point, like attention NFL. Like oh it's really God. not hard. Like, uh, it, well, <laughs> I, you know what it makes me think of is like the NFL has Al Riveron who like comes on and says why something was flagged or not flagged or was a touchdown or not a touchdown, yeah. but he's still, can't seem to give you the same answer for very for similar plays yeah yeah and i just you're right like see the consistency that they're building here and like everyone knows the rules and and everyone players coaches fans can understand like how things are applied across the board yeah and it's not as if like 
you know, like here we are saying that like on the one hand praising them for being transparent and on the other hand saying that the suspension was too long. So it's not like people aren't going to still yeah. take issue with the discipline, right. but at least you get your your case out there. Like you like you put it out to the public yeah. and say here's what made our decision. If you don't like it, tough. Right. And if you do like it, great, but like, you know, just don't ask because right. here it is. I just can in the disagree first place. with your decision because I fully understand why you made the yeah. decision that you made. Totally. Yeah. So it's that's good great. that they do that. I think that's one of the things that the NHL gets right is yeah, like really when they right. do have like player discipline stuff they just like explain it he's already done that suspension though it's one yeah. of the good things about yeah. having these like every other day yeah. games yeah. it's just like comes and goes fast like by the time we're even talking yeah. about it he'll be back like tomorrow night because yeah. he missed the Flyers game in both uh, Blackhawks Black games. games yeah he's Three back games. great maybe he, he he'll just find got a, a nice, Canadian to he got a nice long weekend shit out of yeah <laughs> Vegas is like hey you know great I'm gonna book a trip <laughs> What else did we miss this week? Well, speaking of somebody that is a little bit dirtier of a player. Yeah. Brad Marchand. Uh, Let's talk about him. out yesterday with an upper body injury. Yeah. So yesterday being Sunday, oh, that yeah. second ba- Blackhawks game in Chicago. It was weird. I heard uh, on the broadcast that they were saying that somebody had asked Don Sweeney after the first Blackhawks game, after Saturday night, whether he was going to make any lineup changes yeah, or anything for people. Sunday. And he said, nope, like we're bringing the same lineup yeah. and then all of a sudden it's Sunday and Brad Marchand not on the ice some sort of upper body injury he um there was a play in the Saturday game yeah where he did something that really fucking annoys me that he does all the time where he tries to jump around people <laughs> yeah and ends up just smacking it he always ends up <laughs> smacking knees and uh, goes tumbling to the ice. He does it all the time, and it's infuriating. Yeah, I don't know what situation makes you think, I got an idea. Leaping into the air. Like, yeah. why would jumping make you more able to evade them laterally? Right. Like, if I'm running right at you, right, and I need to Maybe get he if to you your right or your left, leaps, he'll, you'll get scared and stuff. Why does jumping up in the air help me get any farther to the right or farther to the left so I can get around you? Like, it doesn't it make any doesn't. sense. It doesn't. Brad Marchand also, and we'll give him credit for a moment, in a moment, yeah. for being like the fucking hottest player in the NHL oh, right yeah. now, who like He's literally like can't not score. Yeah. Um, but he does this thing often, and the jumping is like the most annoying part of it to me. But like he goes like one on everybody all the time. Like he he will like go right at a defender and try to make a really complicated move to get around them. Like multiple times a game, he'll go like one on three. The rest of his line like went off for a change, and he's like, "Don't worry, I got this." Yeah. <laughs> and he'll just go into the offensive zone and just go like one on everybody yeah, and, and turn never the puck over. It every never time. works. Yeah. Like it's like I just uh, it makes it's me so a mad numbers game that. in some ways here. Like you're not the biggest guy. Brad Marchand has always done that, and it's always infuriated me. He's just like, "Well, fuck it." I'll t- I mean, here I am Pussy's alone. I guess I'm just going to try to like make the, the highlight reel and just beat like three guys. Yep. So that annoys me. And then he does the the jumping thing that also pisses me off because he always just goes tumbling to the ice. Always. Yeah, take someone else down with him and like... If someone can remember a time that the like jumping like swim move like worked for Brad Marchand... Yeah, send us the video clip. Shoot me a link because I've never seen it. I've only ever seen him like leap and then tr- go tumbling to the ice. And in this case, yeah. it was like knee to knee with the Blackhawk. Duchesne, I think is his Who name. was all fucked up. He was like hurt. Yeah, like he that. was hurt. Like he didn't come back in the game. No, he sure didn't. And I saw the still image of Marjan just like casually skating by him as he's like writhing on the ice in pain. And right. I was like, 
Jesus, that's a bad look. I wonder also if the, I don't know, part of me maybe thinks that the le- fact that he didn't play might have been a Bruce Cassidy-like thing. Y- you think discipline or you think fear? Oh, I was thinking discipline. Oh, I, was I know you were thinking fear. fear. I was thinking like, oh, they're going to fuck that guy up if we put him out there. Yeah. They're going to jump spin into him all over the place. Well, the thing is, <laughs> Brad Marchand at this point in his career, like he doesn't get i mean he doesn't frankly deserve the benefit of the doubt in these situations and he certainly doesn't get it either so like if this was any other player if this was david pasternak trying to do the stupid jump spin and like went knee to knee with a guy like i I don't think that picturing the jump spin it's making me laugh (laughs) i hate it uh not like a hockey move yeah (laughs) it's not a thing it's a triple axel um But if it was some other player who like went accidentally knee to knee while trying to like jump around a guy i don't think we would be you know, having a conversation about like, do you think it was disciplinary or do you think, you know, maybe yeah. the, the he was afraid that like a Blackhawk was going to run him or something like that? Because mm-hmm. like just at this point, we all know who Brad Marchand is. Yeah, I think the whole league knows who he is. He's For annoying sure. pest and they're going to like, I, I imagine two games back to back day after day, you just are running the risk of like his mouth getting him into too much trouble yeah, out there. Right. I'm sure he fucking chirps like crazy. Oh, and you can't afford to lose him. For a long period of time, to your point, because he's been one of the hottest goal scorers on your team. Yeah, he had so he had game winning goals in three games in a row. He had it's a game crazy. winner in the Canadians game in overtime. The he had the the hat trick in the Detroit, Detroit game, game, scoring the like I said before, fourth, fifth, and sixth goal uh, goals, including the game winner in overtime. Mm-hmm. And then he had the game winner in the Flyers game as well. Right. Um, which is just insane. I think he, I don't know if he scored in the Chicago game. I only caught the second half of that, but whatever. Um, so he's been like unbelievably good in, in not just scoring a lot, but scoring a lot in like huge situations. Like it's been insane. Yeah. End of the game playing hard. You talked about the team, like playing into the last minute and like staying around the net. And he is like one of those guys that will be at the net and trying to bury the puck every shift. He's been, it's been electric like every i mean you can just tell like i mean every time he gets the puck on a stick like he thinks he's gonna score but yeah. like in the last couple of weeks every <laughs> time he gets out. the puck on a stick we think he's gonna score too such a good point uh but yeah and, and bruce cassidy even said something to the effect of like since marsh uh since bergeron's been out like marshawn like has sort of like stepped up he's got the a on mm-hmm. his shirt marshawn does um which is cool probably gives him a little extra pep in his step too i would imagine i think so yeah makes you feel like you know the team believes in you your coaching staff believes in you Mm -hmm. you need to set the pace and the tone and example and he has certainly i would say rallied around that and risen up to the challenge and knowing that like okay patrice isn't here he's your number one goal scorer well someone's gonna carry that mantle yeah and he decided it's gonna be him yeah and i mean i i guess when you call it an injury like i that's sort of the way to like on any given game like cover up some other reason right. to bench somebody. An, an upper body injury. Like they're not going to make them a healthy scratch because that would just be like w- welcoming in all sorts of stories and oh, the media yeah. and all sorts of stuff. Speculation, conversation that could totally derail where he's at. I would love it. Personally, would love to be right. <laughs> Not just for the surface level reason, which is sort of obvious, but if, if in fact, Bruce Cassidy was like, Brad, like we're sitting you down because like you cut the shit doing that. Yeah, I would. I would. I could kiss Bruce Cassidy on the face. I could do that on any day, but I'd I'd give him a little extra mustard. I mean, upper, <laughs> bo- that was upper body in- injury could mean like in your head. You were yeah. playing like a mm, dumbass. Nice. And nice. I don't like it anymore. Hidden in plain sight. Exactly. Because the thing is, is like. Brad Marsh and I, I, uh, I don't know 
where he was drafted. But like Brad Marchand was not a high draft pick. He was a third round pick. He he's not one of these like silver spoon hockey players. Yeah. He had to come up through the ranks by being a pest and like being a little bit of a rat and like playing right on the line right. and and like that was his game for a really long time. At this point though, like and it's easy for us as observers to see the difference between like, well, that was then and this is now. But, but like Brad Marchand is a legitimate like NHL star, NHL fucking superstar. Like he's on right. pace to get like have like a hundred point season. Like it's yeah. But if that's the way you've always played, I know that's you can't the thing. change your style because in your mind that's what's made you successful. That's, that's how you've thing. learned. And it's like if you always drove a certain way, you're not suddenly going to change because you have a new car. Right. You know what I mean? Like right. the way you drive is the way you drive. For him, the way he plays is the way he plays but it's so frustrating because he just doesn't need like that's the type of thing that was like keeping him on like the roster for yeah. a long time is like that like sort of tone setting attitude from a smaller guy like mm -hmm. that was his yeah right. you, i mean you're right in that like that's his game so that's his game then and now but i'm sure that like cam neely and don sweeney are just like could you just stop could, could you, you just cut the it? crap yeah because like, i don't think he's actually capable of cutting the crap like he never no, will that's how he plays he can't you can't stop yourself he, he got, it's what he's always gonna be i forget which game it was but it was in this last week he got fined uh two grand for embellishment oh i did see that <laughs> he was so fucking pissed about it too like he was just pissed that he was being asked like, he's a millionaire you know? yeah <laughs> like two yeah. grand it's like an insult for yeah. him to pay a two thousand dollar fine yeah seriously it's like let me write it off to charity jesus christ what are we doing here for, yeah 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 it's that that was like that was a funny one but that's just an example of how like he he, he will never get the benefit of the doubt no i would just be so happy if like cassidy as hot as marshan's been you know the message that that would send to the team is just like yo i don't care how we many goals like you're that. scoring like cut the crap some things are more important uh, someone else will step up and take your place yeah and score the goals you can't figure out how to play this part of the game right. right. If that is what he said, he was wrong because then they lost three to one. But hey. True. True. Message, he was incorrect. Message, message received. received, I think, for both parties. Yeah. That sure. like, actually, no, someone won't step up and score the goals. Yeah. But I mean, in. So here we are sort of again towards the end of the season and. You know, we got Bergeron out, McAvoy's out for, oh, in the last uh, week, too, we figured out what that McAvoy injury was. It's a strained MCL, Oh, I think. yeah, which means he should be back by the Nothing playoffs. Nothing serious. No Shut him down for a while. Yeah. Something that I, we didn't mention on last week's uh, cast is, I mean, this is Charlie McAvoy's, f it, 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 you forget, because he played in the playoffs last year, but like. This is his first full NHL season. He's yeah. never played this many games ever. That's a great point. Um, you forget that, I think, particularly when you watch hockey players, because they, I don't know, they seem older and more mature, and it's like, nah, this kid, like, has never played this many games in a row. Yeah. Shutting him down so he can be his best in the playoffs is totally worth it. Yeah, totally. Great ROI. So, so... We got Bergeron sitting down, McAvoy sitting down, Tuca's been, like, floating in and out of the lineup. Um, which is down. fine. I would shut him down for a yeah. while if it were me. I would give play him a Anton Hingovin. That's fine. Right. He's playing um, great. But yeah, I mean, it's amazing that they can still, in this like little end of the season, get the guys rest who need it yeah. phase, that they're still winning at the same high clip yeah. that they have been. What do you got there? I got who's coming up. All right. Tell me who's coming up. So Tuesday night, they're going to play at Carolina. Mm -hmm. They're on the road all week. Uh, Thursday, they're at Florida. Mm -hmm. Saturday they're at Tampa Bay. Hey now, big playoff preview what time right is that there. One at? 
It's a 7 p.m. Seven o'clock or Saturday night against yeah. Tampa. Okay. Something to do on Saturday night. Woo, <laughs> finally. Uh, and then next Monday, they're back home for one against Columbus, which hmm. is weird. Literally just one game, and then they play four more on the road. So quite the opposite of this past week where you played uh, yeah. a couple original six teams and just generally yeah, classic just... longstanding NHL franchises. We got all expansion teams this doing week. Doing a weird-ass Florida run. <laughs> all expansion teams yeah. down in spring training. Yeah, exactly. they're doing a spring training run. <laughs> even when they, uh, even like looking ahead at the rest of this month, they play Tampa Bay twice, actually, which is sick. Yeah, that'll be, those they will be Florida really good Florida twice. Jesus. A lot of trash. <laughs> A lot of NHL. A lot of warm weather. Bottom feeders. A lot of golf. A lot of slushy ice. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) A lot of empty arenas, I would guess, coming up. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, those Tampa games should be a good litmus test. I mean, those are, uh, that is your your competition. Almost, I mean, I don't want to say it's a guaranteed playoff matchup, but if you win in the first round, then you got Tampa. Like, that's the, that NHL playoff format is now sort of designed in such a way where the opponents are easy much easier to predict than when it was just like the straight one through eight like the playing out of your division thing yeah which i definitely think helps some of the regular season drama it creates more rivalries yeah for sure yeah. you know those teams better that you're playing when you get to the playoffs too yeah and and like the predictability of it is that like when you have tampa on the schedule then you're like because if it was just circling the one, that game if it was just the one through eight Right. you'd be the it would be tampa's the one seed you're the two seed right and that so you might not ever play them until the eastern conference finals and that's three rounds in and who knows what would happen right. you know what i mean so yeah. like the the sort of the you're gonna drama get- of saturday night's game wouldn't necessarily be so great because you're not it's not as like dead obvious that you're probably like forecasting a playoff series right you know i hear you so i i, I dig that more things that the nhl got right You know what's interesting? Yeah. <laughs> Since that 6-1 Canucks blowout loss, yeah. they beat the Flames, they beat the Oilers, they beat the Sabres, they beat the Hurricanes, they beat the Penguins, they beat the Canadians, they beat the Red Wings, they beat the Flyers, they beat the Blackhawks, then lost to the Blackhawks. One game that I skipped in there was that Maple Leafs game that they lost, which was the weird like goaltender interference yeah, yeah. game. Controversial. So literally since February 17th, so it's been almost a month, yeah. and... The only games they lost were the second of a home and home back to back against Chicago and that and that Maple Leafs game, which was like, I mean, I think that that goaltender interference goal was a goal, but like it's it was a close game. It was up in the way. air. It was three. Yeah. Four, yeah, you're right. I mean, that was a tie breaking goal. Anyways, it was four to three final score. And like right. that fourth goal was like questionable. Yeah. So like just they just can't lose. It's insane. Yeah, they are playing out of their minds. It's unbelievable. I, I've been expecting them to come back down to earth yeah. for s- literally four months. Yeah, and hopefully they <laughs> don't. Hopefully they keep playing this way for another three months. Okay, l- last thing. I have a question for you. Oh, yeah. That just reminded me. Do you put any stock in the, like, quote-unquote, peaking too early? Yeah. You do? Of oh, course God, you do. Of course I do. Tell me why. I love this stuff. Because I think, to your point, like, there's a point where you have to lose. You can't win them all, right? I don't know. You can't. You can't. The odds are not in your favor. Sometimes math wins. And like eventually everyone kind of plays to their record. Right. We see that a lot in the NFL. Yeah. But what if their record is awesome? Their record is awesome. Okay. Yeah. But uh, uh, what happens when you hit that 
dip. Like we've seen them have dips earlier in the season mm-hmm. too, right? They started gangbusters at the beginning of the season. Then they dipped a little around Christmas time. I think this math, I think this calendar works out. Yeah. And now they're playing like gangbusters again. And like, I don't want them to have that dip again as we head into the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. No, the I hear one, The one thing that I think is working for them, and we've talked tons about this, is that they are making smart decisions about sitting people, giving guys rest, and they still are winning. Mm-hmm. So it's not like they're going balls to the walls and like putting all their eggs in that basket and are winning because of it. Like they're setting themselves up still for the playoffs, which I think is smart. Yeah. I mean, the, the fact that they're pulling off both yeah. simultaneously is awesome because they have yeah i mean they've they've taken care of enough business in the regular season that they have the luxury of sitting people and they still have they still are winning at like an insanely high degree i don't put too much stock in the peaking too early thing i've i used to be a much bigger believer in that uh until quick like non-hockey analogy 2013 red sox world series team Who like worst World Series team of all time, but yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. they all year. <laughs> everyone was like, "Well, they're not that good." Like they, they kept on winning these like dramatic come from behind games. Yeah. And every, I mean, I don't know about everybody. I'm sure there were some people who like thought they would win it all. I certainly was not one of them. For the entire season, I was waiting for the other shoe to drop, and then they won the fucking World Series. It just never. They just never stopped. I was just wrong that that whole time about like yeah, oh, well, they'll they'll come back down to earth eventually. Yeah. I literally said that all year, and then they won the World <laughs> just Series nine months. So ever since then, I've I've just been like, I'm, I mean, I don't know, like what I'm seeing, what I'm seeing, and maybe I can't predict the future. Maybe they will just keep going. Who knows? We'll see. I hope you're right. Yeah, me too. But the peaking too early thing, I don't know. I mean, it is always. To not peak too early assumes that there will be a peak that comes at some point in the future. Yeah. You know? Yeah, sure. You're no predict- guarantees yeah, of that. It could be the beginning of next season. And yeah. like, well, that's way too late. Uh, yeah, I guess I just look at it as like, there's always a team in the playoffs that gets hot and like right. rides their way through. And I don't want to be on a little downturn and hit one of those teams right, that's right. playing out of their minds yeah. like we are right now. Exactly. So. Okay, fair Maybe enough. we'll be that team that plays out of our minds. Maybe. Maybe that other shoe just will be maybe great. It'll be great for us. Come down. Great for us. They're up. They're in orbit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Them and Elon Musk's car. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Anyway, let's get out of here. Cool episode. Yeah. Lots of good stuff to talk about. I think the Bruins. I'm excited for what the rest of the future holds. Yeah. The rest of the season. The rest, rest of, of the, the future. future. <laughs> oh, boy. You know, we're doing this again next week, right? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Short term future. Oh, yeah. Well, seven I didn't. Days. <laughs> Listen, the next minute's the future, okay? Yeah, you never know. Anyway. Uh, so if you want to get in touch with us, you can do that uh, on all sorts of social media platforms. You all can of find us at Titletown Cast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all those things. And you can listen to us from... Uh, Fucking anywhere. GuyBossonSports.com, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, iHeartRadio. My personal favorite, Spotify. Sure. Love those fucking Swedes. <laughs> uh, and uh, I guess that's it. We'll see you next week. Bye. Later.